Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Smut Club 1990. My name is Peter James, and I'm joined by my little mate from a few grades above. It's bloody Jack Smith. How are you, mate? Oh, g'day, mate. It's so fucking good to be podcasting live from the truck, baby. We're out. <laughs> We're out. We're on the tool. If you're wondering what that noise in the background is, that is the beautiful sound of tyre hitting tarmac, baby. We are absolutely in a truck. It's my first day. I'm, uh, I'm labouring with you, Jakey. It's finally happened. Fuck yeah, bruh. Comedy has not gone well for either of us <laughs> this time for the gag. Um, and we said in the last episode we were going to get a small recording from the truck. So I hope you enjoy today's episode because God knows a lot of fucking work goes into making this thing happen. And no, we've not found any fucking porno. It's just been mouldy fucking tables and spiders and, and come in small amounts. But that's all right because we do it for you and we hope you're going to enjoy this episode with... That's where Jake will edit the guest's name in there. Uh, and enjoy yourself. Jake, any final words based on uh, how you feel like today went for me? Uh, I was going to say stay horny. I guess that could apply to the listeners and to you. Well done. You've done very well. You've done very, very good. That's, that's it. Well done. I'm wearing high-vis and steel caps. I feel like I'm in a Halloween costume going as a real man to a party. <laughs> You're cosplaying as a real man. <laughs> <laughs> but it's good. This was a great day, Jacob. We had a good time today. We got to talk about a lot of things. Um, and it's the first of many. So I'm sure this will become a recurring part of the podcast you and I labouring together. Oh. We'll let you know what we find. But in the meantime, enjoy today's episode with the guest. <laughs> My name's Jake, and I found a bunch of pornographic magazines inside a dead man's house. Not just any old magazines. Australian softcore pornography from the early 90s. Now, me and my little mate Pete want to invite you to have a look at some pretty rude stuff with us. So hold on to your stiffies, everyone, and welcome to Smut Club 1990. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Smut Club 1990, the only podcast where we peruse 1990s Australiana pornography. My name is Jake Smith, and I'm in the shed at the back of mum and dad's house. They fucked off for the afternoon, down to play the pokies, and I'm joined by my mate from a few grades below. It's bloody Peter James. How are you, buddy? Mate, I am so, 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 so... So good, I just got myself some new wheelie shoes for school and I'm fucking pumped to get my hand on the thing that I do wheeze out of with you and our <laughs> special guest today. How are you, Jacob? Uh, I'm very well, mate. I'm, I'm recording live from James Donald Forbes McCann's house. Uh, in the loft, using his equipment. Um, I tell you what, as a previous guest of the podcast, uh, listeners might not be surprised to know that his office and working space is weird. Uh, there's a lot of weird shit going on. There's a lot of knickknacks. There's a lot of religious artifacts and ornaments. Uh, and it's very terrifying to be reading. I feel like I shouldn't be reading pornography in this room. But Yeah, well, this must be very exciting for you because this is the first time in our podcast history that one of us has been recording from the scene of a future crime. 
So yeah. that's uh, <laughs> very lucky for you. I'm just recording from my little studio apartment here in Brisbane. We're back on Zoom <laughs> and uh, it, it, we're, we're very happy to be back on Zoom because that enables us to have one of the horniest people I've ever met <laughs> join the show and he has been dying to be on the show. He keeps messaging me every single day. Can I please? I've got it up. I've got it ready. Let me talk into a microphone over the internet with you. <laughs> and I'd like to welcome into the shed... Our little mate, all the way from Sydney, Marcel Blanche Dewilt. How are you, sir? Thank you. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. I want a, a few things to say on that. Weekdays, weekdays only. On weekends, I stop messaging you about the podcast. I have a little rest. And secondly, in terms of crimes, future and past, do you think a crime has ever occurred in your little studio apartment in Brisbane? I'm pretty sure the blood on the wall is just an art piece. However, <laughs> I can't say for a fact. Um, <laughs> Wait, the only crime that's occurred there is the bloody rent. Am I right? <laughs> that's hey. really cheap and affordable. Yeah, it is. Um, that's very cheap. You've done well. Very, very cheap. Well, thank you very much for coming on the show, Marcel. Do you have any real idea of what's going on here today? I have some idea that there's been pornography discovered. And I assume that this podcast deals with uh, shaming those people who are, are into pornography and um, f finding the finding salvation in the process mm, somewhat it's sort it's, of it's, it's more it's of a celebration <laughs> of all things fucked but uh, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> this this magazine in particular so Marcel I found a bunch of these magazines uh, doing some house clearance work and uh, I found like old Hustler I found like old fucking weird ones I hadn't even heard didn't know the name of old Playboys or Penthouse but then there was this magazine called The Picture magazine mm -hmm. and The Picture mm -hmm. is a softcore do you know The Picture? I'm, yeah. I'm familiar with it and it was also the subject of a quite amusing full house no full frontal full house full house <laughs> remember that sketch show full yeah. house um, that sketch show full frontal had a, had a sketch all around Picture magazine really? Yeah. I'll oh my to, goodness! Mm. I'm looking this up directly after <laughs> directly after this. Um, I think so if you just type in "full frontal picture magazine," it might not. It might be a hard thing to Google. I'll, I'm going to get to the. <laughs> well, I'm here now. I'm having a wait. <laughs> uh, so yeah, the, the picture magazine, and so this is a softcore. Sorry, yeah, softcore pornographic magazine which means it could be sold to 15 year olds there's no real explicit shit in there so it's what we're discovering more and more though is that pornographic doesn't really describe the magazine it describes 20 percent of the magazine and mm -hmm. the rest is just utter shit just tabloid fucking nonsense the more we delve into it we, the less tits that we see so we started this podcast calling it smut club 1990 going right we're going to read a lot of dirty porno and 80% of it is just like weird facts about animals and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you my relationship with this this sort of genre of Ralph magazine and FHM magazine. I, I, I was of that sort of era. I, I bought it and my mum my was okay with those sorts of magazines. And, you know, she was a very much celebration of the female form sort of mother. Um, but I took it a step further and I was one of those boys that would put the pictures up on the wall like you oh, know women no. in women in bikinis and bras and stuff like i don't know why i thought that was a cool idea um but don't you it have was... to be 40 and own a shed before you can do that sort of stuff <laughs> <laughs> how old are you myself i would have been 17 at the time maybe 16 because oh. like because they are 
in the background because I had quite a large bedroom. It was also sort of like a den slash living room. So that was also where we had our formal photos taken before we left for the formal. So in the in the in the background of the formal photo snaps is yeah a Crystal from, from Big Brother. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I I have my own shame to to share today. That that is quite mm. shameful. I was going to say, um, what was the? Do you remember the first time? This is a recurring question that we've been asking. Do you remember the first time you discovered porno? So that was when you were seventeen. But like even before then, like your first memory of defining it. You know, it doesn't have to be wanking. Just the the finding of a porno. I I definitely had one of those things. I can't remember the exact age, but it probably would have been early teens where I did. We did find like discarded porn, and it was like. Not in good shape. Like it was like, I'm setting it- I'm setting bloody peed up here. But uh, it was I, I it was rain damage is what it was. It was rain damage. You're gonna probably say it was cum damage. No. Uh, where, wa- where was it? It was, was cum it? damage. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, there's a slight delay on the zoom. <laughs> <laughs> was um so much so rain damage. Was it outside? Was it? It was it was definitely that classic outside discovered porno in the wild <laughs> type stuff, but like it was a, it was enough to be like I I'm taking this because you know finding porn as a as a as a young boy in the wild is like finding treasure. Yeah, mate, it's I, I the it's reason not, it's, it's not entirely like finding treasure because not everybody <laughs> finds treasure, but it would appear based on our history of asking this question on this podcast. <laughs> pretty fucking frequent little experience for boys in australia it is is honestly obscene like now now we're on such a hot streak like we've got we got the feature within a feature so many times we're on the mega jackpot at the moment the trepidation at which i asked that question where i'm like when you're like oh yeah i found it had rain damage i'm like we're fucking on here pd blue we got another one we're on a we're on a hot streak of like seven Seven in a row that found it in outside. Oh, and man, I'll, I'll tell you as well that the mm. thing that makes your story unique, Marcel, is most people they find it in the magazine in the bush and then they leave it in the bush, but not Marcel. Marcel, he oh. says that would look good framed and hung, <laughs> hung in the family home for all to see. <laughs> yeah, what, one arm around Madeline in her nice little gown. You're, you've got an oversized suit on, and there's just Nikki Webster behind you. <laughs> Yes, this is three kids, Marcel, and uh, and then there's Jezebel. (laughs) (laughs) But what do you think it is? Do you think like I'm sure you've theorized across the episodes, true crime podcast style, of like is is the porn ending up there in a Haley Joel Osment pay it forwards type arrangement, or (laughs) is it like uh oh I got to get rid of this porn I've hit a certain age I'm just gonna chuck it out and it just finds its way. To the next yeah, but, person. Yeah, I don't know about you. When I throw things out, I put it in the bin. I don't go down to the creek <laughs> and, and bury it. Like if I was doing a crime, uh, then maybe I'd bury something <laughs> in the creek. I was going to say, I distinctly, I'm giving some pretty hectic deja vu here, Jake, of you on the phone crying, being like, what do I do? What do I do? Um, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure go to the creek and bury it was my advice. <laughs> I think don't say something- which creek. There's a lot of creeks. Do not incriminate. Burying something right next to a water source. I mean, come on, amateurs, amateurs. (laughs) Do you think there's also any possibility, and this may sound ridiculous, but I'm no scientist, I don't understand how chemistry works or (laughs) horticulture, but is there any chance that maybe 
um, youthful semen, when ejaculated onto soil, could potentially grow magazines. Moving on. So, what we have today... <laughs> I want to be as far today. away from that comment as possible. I believe strongly in yes and, but I just wanted to make sure that if, if that was cut out, just... It, you know, to use in court that like you wouldn't hear my voice in the background. I like I like this the strong resolve of a unified no from Marcel and I. Just I know you'll wait for one. It was no, Peter. This is there's silence on that one. I have heard more coherent shit being yelled by the homeless people in Rundle Mall than what you just said. Do you reckon if you come? You come on the ground, does it grow a porno mag? <laughs> fucking Jesus. Way you idiot, to reveal Peter. our next guest before we even get them on, you fucking moron. <laughs> um, <laughs> catch right. us for the live show down by the mall's balls. Uh, <laughs> Thanks for keeping it Adelaide for me. Adelaide boy at heart, so I appreciate that. No you worries. Born? You're from here, are you? Yes, indeed. Can't you yeah. smell it on me when we, when we <laughs> met last? <laughs> uh, so which creek am I going down to for this porn, then? Oh. <laughs> I mean, Torrens River is the way you want to go. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> now, mate, let's get stuck into these articles. Um, now, what we've got here is uh, this. We've got two articles here today. We'll see how far we get through. Now, this is uh, these articles are by Darren Hamster. Um, now, I'll fill you mm. in, Marcel. Darren Hamster uh, is the editor of the Furry Affairs um, section of the magazine, which is all animal-related, uh, you know, tall tales and, 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 and facts and all this kind of stuff. But yeah, he, he's, very... he's, a ha- he's a hamster as well, Darren Hamster. That is and he writes, the, um, he writes the articles. Please. It's been speculated that it's just a man writing the articles, mm-hmm. pretending to be a hamster for comedic effect, but we've looked into it and it is an actual hamster that writes they, these. They've inclu- yeah. They include a photo. I don't have it on this page. They include a photo and he's a hamster. And I know that he's writing it because he's got a hat. A he's little journalist hat. fedora. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'll thank you to please don't talk down to me. I already assumed he was a hamster, and I believe he is a hamster. So, <laughs> sorry, Matt. You, it's because you said you were from Adelaide, so I don't know. Do you, how do you want us to talk to you? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Slowly. No, no, no big words. Wait, we've specifically filtered out all big words in this article for you. Oh thank, wait, it's, thank you. It's 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 February. No, no, he'll he'll clock it now. He, for the next month, he'll be he'll be cluey. But oh yeah. <laughs> Uh, now, now, Peter, uh, I'm going to read... This is a little bit faded uh, for my liking on the first bit, so I'm going to get you to start uh, this I'll, week. I will start, but I would like... Could, Marcel, could you please read the title of the article that we're, um, we're reading today? You bet. Of the, of the Echidna one? Yes, Absolutely, the Echidna one. The, the title is... Uh, and I'm going to do my best to pronounce this. Um, I don't know what... Um, <laughs> language it's in but uh it's chunka 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 yeah and then the subtitle is prick packed echidnas root with four dicks <laughs> chunka 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 yeah that's that's the sort of writing that only a hamster could pull off <laughs> and could you describe the picture as well for us marcel the the, the top right one i sure can so uh there's two echidnas in the picture. One is uh, committing a sexual assault. Is um, <laughs> has opened up his skin to reveal multiple penises, and he's looking quite angry about it. Uh, and he stares at the 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 prospective partner, who you can see has um um some breasts um for an echidna. Um, 
And but high it, heels, it looks like. I just don't <laughs> yeah, know. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, how else do you know it's a girl one? Uh, and uh, <laughs> looks quite surprised. There's a, there's a little bit of... And, and it's all, all her spines are being shot off in, in shock. But <laughs> yes. also you go... If you're an echidna, you go four penises is standard you'd be shocked if it was one penis <laughs> you wouldn't be surprised about four penises because you have that's the expectation unless you'd been and god forbid rooting humans and you're mm-hmm. like that's what you were used to yeah you absolutely god forbid rooting humans jake smith's catchphrase <laughs> <laughs> and also i will say that echidnas when they get shocked and they lose all their quills they do just look like uh, avocados with a big, big set of titties. Oh, sorry, quills. I didn't know I was on a science podcast when I said spines, and then you're here going, "It's quills," and I'm like, "Oh, all it's right, you fucking all right, idiot, egg, egghead." <laughs> now, Peter, do you want to read? You want to uh, start from the top left here? I'd absolutely love to. And we are getting back into Adelaide. Um, because this starts with this. A hero Adelaide scientist, or oh, can't imagine there's that many of those getting around. <laughs> the, has made... the hero Adelaide scientist. <laughs> very limited heroes, very limited scientists. Let, let's, just, let's just be real. Yeah. James McCann has made the biggest scientific <laughs> discovery of the past 400 years. She's worked... Apologies. She's worked out how a kid fucking, fucking misogynist, Peter. <laughs> it's 1994. Women can be scientists too, you fucking pig. Go on. And, so and, she's... and boy, is she using her time wisely. So she's worked out how a kid is root. Okay. <clears throat> For centuries, the world's brainiest boffins have wrestled with the prickly question, <clears throat> how the fuck do they do it? <laughs> Einstein gave up. A stumped Edison invented... <laughs> A stumped Anderson invented the lighthouse instead. Hundreds of Sail of the Century contestants didn't have a friggin' clue. So, I love the order they've gone there. Einstein, like the theory of relativity. Edison, the light bulb. Light bulb. Sail of the Century, some cunt trying to win a fucking washing machine. What are you talking about? How are they even in the same ballpark, you fucking but, dumb hamster cunt? But I also uh, liked that they, the Sail of the Century, like quiz show contestants, they ask them things that they, like, they don't have answers to yet, just yeah. to see if the contestants <laughs> might know. Do you know Ed, <laughs> Do you know anything about this? <laughs> yeah, uh, D- Denise, D- <laughs> Denise from Brompton in South Australia. What's inside a black hole? <laughs> <laughs> you don't know either. Oh, okay, great. <laughs> but also, Townsville. Why do atoms not pass through each other? We do not know. There is space between them, <laughs> but nothing that it does not pass through. Oh, God. <laughs> this one's for the game. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Continue reading there, Peter. Um, but that didn't deter Peggy Riz Miller from the University of Adelaide. For six years, Peg followed a bunch of... A- I'm sure she doesn't like being called Peg. <laughs> no. Dr. Peg. <laughs> She's like, please call me by my That's full my name. That's my OnlyFans name. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, Peg followed a bunch of kittens around, waiting for them to get horny and shag. Why is that cut off? It, it, I'm sure it's. I'm sure they're trying to write shag there, but it's got sha dot dot dot, so she could watch. Why is that cut off? I don't understand why that's cut off. I don't know. They're trying to be funny. It's mm. not very funny. And shag they did eventually. <laughs> <laughs> These kittens must be married, mate. You know when you get married and it just all drops off. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, uh, uh, now in the most. 
significant discovery since. A big, golden, delicious landed with a kathunk on Sir Isaac Newton John's ponds. <laughs> <laughs> That's very funny. Sir Isaac Newton John is great. <laughs> you better research. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> I didn't even clock it. I was just watching. I was reading that guy. That's his name. I was like, oh, they're being funny. <laughs> Some. Despite this magazine being full of absolute shit, sometimes they're actually very, very funny. And that is an instance that has really made me giggle. (laughs) Sir Isaac Newton Newton John. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this discovery could be scientifically important. (laughs) (laughs) Ultramatic. Systematic. <laughs> Why could be a four dick echidna? Chunka chunka chunka. Yeah. No 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 go. Oh, but anyway, um, that's not even one of her songs in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Only it's remembers got- the man songs of Greece. Oh, yeah, no, that was Sir. Uh, that was that was Sir Isaac Newton, John Travolta, who I've accidentally <laughs> done there. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he saved it. <laughs> um, my mistake. Anyway, Sir Isaac Newton Johnson <laughs> Bonds. Um, Pegs found out some truly remarkable sex secrets about our spiny pals and their rooting ways, such as, and it follows, male echidnas, <laughs> male echidnas have four knobs. Each one looks like a cauliflower. <laughs> Each veggie like Dongo can shoot Spunter all over the shop. <laughs> This is a scientist discovery. <laughs> well, don't bring it into the shop. <laughs> if you know it can shoot all over the shop, then why would you bring it into the shop? Oh my god, never take. Oh, and you've taken it into the fine china. There's splinter all over the fine china. But there's something I want to say about about this sort of thing. Is like someone makes a discovery, like it's a scientific journal that they've they've pulled this from, probably. And yeah. I think the only way our readers will have any interest in any of this, what is interesting information about, you know, that you'd watch on a nature show or whatever, it's like we have to talk about come every two sentences, otherwise our readers are just going to tune out. <laughs> yeah, it's just constant, has to be about rooting. It doesn't have to be animals, doesn't have to be humans, it just has to be someone's rooting. A, a sentient being has to be getting its fucking rocks off, or that's it, you've lost me. So sorry. And, t- and talking down in like the most, like you are the biggest idiot ever if you don't, like this is how you need to absorb this information. <laughs> I will say, in their defence, to be fair, we've read some of the like resubmitted shit that comes into this magazine. Thicko's read this. This was absolute <laughs> just toilet people with toilet brains. Yeah, it's <laughs> no the good. Zoom, it's Zoom magazine. Yeah. Um, um, uh, do one of on, you Peter. two want to continue reading, or would you like me to? Or what, what do you want to do? Uh, I'll, I'll do a little bit, and then we'll hand over to Marcel. It says here, you might uh, you might think that having four dicks is very very good news as far as blokey echidnas are concerned. But that's not such good news in that they have to chase the Sheilas around for more than a month before they can score a root. Bloody hell. Looks like I identify as an echidna. (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking hell. You see uh, what I mean about this this podcast being played in in a, in a, in, a, in a courtroom? It just there's just certain excerpts that just will fit really beautifully. 
Oh, also, you think I would have? You think I would have found a, a point to relate to this story before then, when they had it, when they said the four dicks thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Peter. How many dicks is too much? If you were, if you got cursed by a witch or whatever, and and she cursed you with multiple penises, how many penises be- before it becomes a problem? I'm gonna say five. Yeah, uh, you could think you could handle up up to five, or five is too many. I think five is too many because I think four, you've got mm-hmm. in my head, you you could, because one goes out the bottom left, one goes out the top left, one goes out the top mm-hmm. right, one goes out the bottom right. I think if you've got five, you've got mm-hmm. one in the middle and that, that's pretty much useless. <laughs> but mm-hmm. yeah, with four dicks though, you've got to wank like when you do a schooner carry at the pub. <laughs> Like with your hands. <laughs> <laughs> Easy. <laughs> uh, he, only, he only thinks in beers, by the way, Marcel. Yeah. That's the only way he can compute. I, I don't know. Like, I forgot I was on camera for a second because I've got the article up. And with my hands, I'm just like doing it while you're talking. I'm like, yeah, that'll work. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Uh, so it says here, uh, they so they have to chase the Sheilas around, the Sheila Echidnas, around for more than a month. Uh, then even when they do catch up with a piece of spiky skirt, <laughs> they're inspected to fuck for at least six hours. Sheesh. <laughs> and then it says here, another problem the blokes... <laughs> is it a fucking male Echidna? They don't, oh, they don't even fuck for pleasure. There's only very few animals that do, and they still make it about blokes and Sheilas. The... Uh, is, yeah. Another problem the blokes have to contend with is that a Sheila echidna <laughs> usually has as many as 10 would-be shaggers trailing her around. So the competition is... Sh- oh. <laughs> oh. Oh, I don't want to read this. I just want to add a little bit. <laughs> so the competition is... is as stiff as the 10 echidnas 40 cocks. There we go. Wow. Thank you so much. My name's Jake Smith and I'm done. I'll see you later. That's not, not, not the podcast. Everything. I'm done. Everything. It's gone. It's all wow. over. Today's the day. I just had to cocks. say that. <laughs> uh, do you want to take it there uh, from there after the uh, uh, after forty cocks, Marcel? Oh, it would be my. <laughs> do you want to take pleasure. it after forty cocks? <laughs> <laughs> hey, mate, just do the forty cocks and then read on, please. <laughs> I can see him in the background, mate. They're waiting, so just can you take care of that, and then can we do the fucking podcast, please? That's forty. And cocks. is the assumption being have we have we discovered Mr. Hamster's credentials? Has he been to journalism school? A University journalism of Adelaide, school. mate. Mm. No, that's where that's where the scientists went, but the the yeah, but that's how he met her to you know, write the article. They were classmates. Oh, you think they've actually met? You yeah, think oh, yeah. He got special permission. Oh, I think I think maybe he's gone to QT there, uh, the university for the wheel world. <clears throat> wow, what do you think about that, Peter? You like that? You know, it's every this magazine <laughs> very like it's, it feels like paper, it's like pretty cool the way it feels. I think he would have he would have studied a lot uh, from the newspaper clippings on the bottom of his hamster cage. <laughs> yeah, you can only get the tiniest little bit of information. <laughs> just like just shrapnel of fucking paper. It's a it's a Pixar movie waiting to happen. You know, like the, a hamster growing up in this cage, reading newspaper clippings, and being like, I, one day I want to become a journalist. That's that's up. That's good. That's You're gonna write in the porno, kid. Come on, keep working. You're gonna get in the porno. <laughs> Come on, come on! And boy, did this kid write. Boy, he knew how to write. <laughs> he they said it could t- never be done. A hamster can't write in a porno. 
And then all of a sudden he comes out with chunka, 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 yowch, that's the moneymaker. <laughs> and from that moment on, the whole world over knew about Baron Hamster. Have you seen the hamster's article about the, about the echidnas? Oh, yeah, I've seen the hamster's article about the echidnas. And then there's a montage of him around the world on planes. <laughs> now, now, not to be too pedantic, but it, it typically is the editor that will choose the headline. So Hamster probably wrote the article, but then he has to come to the editor, and the editor is the one that goes, I've got the title for this. Like, it's an editor. Like, editor gets paid more to come up with chunka, chunka, chunka. Yowch. That's <laughs> an editor's job. It, well, just on that. The yee ouch, yeah, ouch. That's a that's a pain thing. So I reckon mm-hmm. I just realised that it's probably going to get a little bit cooked because whenever they're talking about rooting and there's pain involved, then I reckon we're up for some pretty cooked shit in the next couple of paragraphs. But that's good because you have to read it, Marcel. Yeah, anyway, I will, I'm just after the forty cocks, Marcel. I will I will read on. I just do also just want to highlight. So are we saying chunka 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 is on a for fucking? Is that the idea? Yes. I would say so. Okay. Okay. I just wanted to double check. Uh, all right. <laughs> and even if they all buy her flowers, say how nice she looks, and offer to take her skiing in Threadbow, <laughs> more often than not, the Sheila just... Goes up... What- uh- Tells? Tell, oh, tells them all to fuck right off. <laughs> Eventually... <laughs> Eventually, when the female does decide she's ready for a length of man meat, she digs a hole in the ground, buries her head in it, and waits with her ass in the air for one lucky punter to play hide the sausage. And then in brackets is a is a is a is a note from the editor. I used to know a Sheila like that once. Wow. Those sort of edited notes. Yeah, fuck. Yeah. Alright. Once the female echidna signals she's ready to root, the blokes beat each other <laughs> senseless until only one remains standing. Jesus Christ. And Did that's what the, the that's what mm. the little cartoon down the bottom is as well, I've just noticed. That's all the echidnas oh. beating the fuck out of each other, and then the middle echidna is she's got big eyelashes, so she's the lady. And like they've got like a jackhammer and a shovel, and they're just one, hitting each other with all of it. There's one echidna on an excavator out the back. Oh, I mate, think- as well. <laughs> as well. Look at this. So see the echidna with the, the the highest echidna in the thing. Yeah. Look to the right of him, and there's just. I, he's ripped a dick off. He's he hasn't ripped one dick off. He's ripped all four. <laughs> there's just four like the cauliflower dick, like a little little bundle of cauliflower shooting through the air with I'd blood spurting out of it. <laughs> it, look, it is. It looks like he's decapitated a jester. Like that's a. <laughs> <laughs> well, what I truly say as well about is about the echidna dick. You, you say it's four dicks. It's four protrusions off one thing. Like it, it really like for people. You know, people going around boasting about I got four dicks. You got. You've got a, it's a, it's a, what do you call that sort of, it's more like a sea anemone type thing, you know, it's like a... I don't, I don't see an enemy, I see a friend. Love you guys. But it does, it is, it is like a, it is like a little vegetable bunch. Like if you were getting cauliflower or broccoli, it all comes from the same root source, which I hated mm. having to say just then. Yeah. Like source, the, yeah. um... Root sauce. <laughs> That's what we call cum <laughs> on the podcast now. <laughs> <laughs> Root sauce. 
root sauce. I thought root, root sauce sounds like a, a fragrance for men. <laughs> yeah, those little the little uh, ones you get for two dollars in the men's room. <laughs> root sauce, root sauce. Also by Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> Um, I also just want to quickly raise that the fact mm. that one person is bringing so one echidna to the echidnified, <laughs> he's bringing an excavator. Like, I never knew that was a weapon that you could bring to a fight. Yeah, I and believe, the excavator is sentient because it's got eyes. I believe oh, yeah. that that excavator is being driven. I think that might be the the woman echidna who's digging the hole to get fucked in. Oh, <laughs> good observation, Marcel. Sorry that, to come think... and mansplain to you guys on the podcast, <laughs> but that's that's what's happening. That's so funny that they think they use a little escapade. <laughs> well, they've got to give All it right, to you. Boys. They've got to give it to you in tradie talk. You know what I mean? Like tradies are reading this on the job site. They've got to be able to communicate with them. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So the, the blokes beat each other senseless until only one remains standing. All right, take it from there, Marcel. We'll finish this article off. The winner then spends three hours feeling up the Sheila and whispering meaningless French phrases in her ear until she says, Okay then, but it better be good, or something like that. <laughs> then it's rumpity pumpity pump for another three hours until all four... Tockleys explode at once. <laughs> the weirdest thing about all this, though, is after all that effort, you'd think the echidnas would at least go out for dinner or see a show or have a smoke. But they don't. They just fuck off pronto in different directions and they never see each other again. I kid you not. Oh, a wonderful little... Thank you so much, David Attaboy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that was very funny, Marcel. Oh, my word. A bit of bonus character work at the end. I I, I do... What what this reminds me of as well, from my Ralph Ralph days, from my FHM days, is remembering, like... And you'd be able to tell it in the editor, like the the letter from the, the, the sort of editor note at the start of the magazine, that these guys were university educated... They they been they had journalism degrees and then they knew how to like speak down to their their readers like they they they're very much like in person they would talk to you in regular sort of office sort of mode and then they know how to like essentially they're doing tradie face in a way of being like <laughs> all right let's talk out how, how those blokes talk and like the, the this this writer hamster would never sound anything like this talking to you, but then just goes into all right, mate, bloody fucking blah, and then go, hey, would you like to go out for a latte and cappuccino after this? Like <laughs> yeah. it just, it's so false. Yeah, so performative. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, I think I'm looking at the time. We made great time on this one. I guess we'll save the other article for another day. Sounds great. But that was absolutely fantastic, mate. I've, I've, oh, that has been, honestly, I must say, one of my favourite ones that we've done for quite some time. That was very funny. Oh, mate, lot- it's, it's such a treat when, because we, we don't read ahead, sometimes it's just go, you go, yeah, this one's going to be sick, and it's almost like, because it looks so ridiculous, the standard's too high, and they just, they're just shit. They're just horse shit, terrible articles. This, very funny article. 
Oh well, yeah, Marcel. I, in case in case we didn't make clear, we don't read any of it ahead. Like we can we can skim very lightly, skim to see if it looks like you know what's the main you know if we can get a little bit of an idea, but we cannot read it at all. It's honesty policy. So oh, don't like, worry. I, I assume you put it as little to any work into this as possible. I didn't assume, <laughs> I didn't assume you you put anything oh, into it. I'll tell you what was great last night. So because you're in Adelaide, Jake, I was at your club, Good Chat Comedy Club, which is where the magazine has been stored because that's where we generally record from. Um, and I had to go and get it last night. But I had to squeeze past Dilrook last night to get the magazine out of the thing. And I was like, oh, sorry, mate, I just got to get something out. And he's like, oh, what do you get? What do you, what do you got to get? <laughs> and I'm like, and then I just pulled this out. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, what's that for? <laughs> just going for a quick wank, mate. That's all right. Uh, but it's really hard to explain. Oh, it's for like sort of an art project. Uh, <laughs> but you say it's for a podcast and people just go, oh, okay, no, no more questions. Yeah, don't, yeah, we don't want to hear about you and yet another fucking podcast. <laughs> I reckon you could honestly, I reckon you could stab someone in broad daylight to death. And when the cops turn up, they go, what's going on here? You go, oh, it's for a podcast. They're like, oh, whatever, dude. Just... <laughs> <laughs> Fucking no, okay, right. yeah. yeah. No, yeah, I'm yeah, not. Yeah, don't tell me what it is. I'm not going to listen. <laughs> You're just like stabbing this guy. Like, I'll send you a link. It should be on that. It should be on Spotify next week. Just go no. through my link tree in the bio. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> fuck off. Uh, fantastic, Marcel. Now you're coming to. Speaking of Adelaide, you are returning home. The hometown hero is coming back to the, the city of churches. Mm-hmm. Uh, when are you here? You probably heard some like whispers on the street as you've walked down the mall and stuff like that. You probably heard my name being whispered and is that cunt coming back? Fuck! <laughs> Fuck! Yeah. Why are we yeah. whispering? He's not even here. <laughs> why, why are we whispering? We all know we hate him. Uh, and we heard it through a megaphone. Actually, it wasn't a whisper, mate. It, oh, he's returning. Just lock your doors. <laughs> Just nice yeah. to be talked about, really. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm doing I'm doing a couple of shows. I'm doing uh, my my improvised show, which is called the Newlyweds, which is with my wife. Yes, I'm married. Sorry, everybody. And uh, all right, Borat. <laughs> you know, thank you for finally recognizing um, my skills. Um, I am also directing a show called Anastasia. I, I'm sure there's heaps of fans of the 1997 animated film Anastasia that listen to this. There's a real cross section of people who are into porno mags and uh, comedy and um, and that sort of thing. But people can look me up and see what I'm up to at at M Marcel B D E on Instagram. Yeah, Marcel BD is for Big Dick Energy. It's for my last name. Also, I have a podcast called We Need Help, and it's improvised and it's stupid and it's very funny. How good? Mm-hmm. How good indeed. Fantastic, mate. Well, we can't wait to, to see you down here. You'll also be appearing as a guest on Shad and Pete Save the World in Adelaide. So, any Adelaide listeners, um, you can get your tickets now. Adelaide Fringe is officially kicked off. Um, and Shad and Pete Save the World will be down here. Uh, Good Chat Comedy is producing it. Peter is starring in it alongside Shad Wicker, former former guest, friend of the show, and a whole bunch of uh, comedians from across the across the festival. Uh, also, there's Crowd Control, which uh, you're appearing on, Marcel. It's a very fun crowd work uh, comedy show. And Peter, you're also going to be appearing or hosting a couple of them. Um, and what do you got going on, Petey Boy? You got something very exciting on uh, Monday, don't you? 
Yeah, uh, if you live in Cairns, Monday night uh, Laughing Heart Comedy has its debut show at our new venue, Three Wolves Whiskey Bar, which, if you live in Cairns, you know is the coolest little spot going. So please come down Monday night. Just hit up the... Uh, you know, yeah, hit up the DM, Smut Club, if you live in uh, in Cairns, and I'll chuck you some cheeky discounted tickets. But I'll also say as well, so Shadden Pete Save the World, obviously, coming to Adelaide in March. Please come along if you do live in Adelaide. But if you live in Brisbane, uh, Friday, 25th of February, we have our second show for our yearly uh, monthly instalments. Sorry, now that we're at Good Chat every single month. So come along. We'd love to see you there. Just hit us up as well for the DM, and we'll get you some cheap old tickets. But it's going to be fucking awesome, and we're selling fast, so get into it. <clears throat> Absolutely. How fun. So much on. Well, Marcel, thank you for taking the time to, to read this absolute horse shit with us. Appreciate it. And we'll be, well, I'll see you in person in a couple of weeks. Can't wait. Lovely stuff. Peter, I'll see you in a couple of days, cunt. Hey, come on now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys. Thank you very much. See you, fellas. Bye now. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. I've done a cum. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 